0: Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of Oklahomans of DC, a podcast series exploring the stories of some of the many Oklahomans in the DC area. I'm Bennett Brinkman, Gaylord News Washington correspondent, spending this semester covering Oklahoma from our nation's capital. Last week I spoke with George Heinen about his experiences so far in the Naval Academy, and this week I'm talking to Dylan Dobson, a Cassidy High School and Wake Forest graduate, about getting started with a career out here. Well, Dylan, thank you for uh, meeting with me over Zoom and talking with me. And you are home in Oklahoma actually right now, correct?
1: Yes, right now I'm, I'm home, but just for the week.
0: Where is home in Oklahoma for you?
1: Um, Oklahoma City.
0: So you've been out in DC since um, August of this past year? Mm-hmm, that's right. Gotcha. So if you just kind of want to explain what brought you out to D.C. and kind of what it's been like so far.
1: Absolutely. So <laughs> it's funny. I D.C. really wasn't in my plan when I first left for college. Um, once I graduated from Cassidy in 2016, I went to Wake Forest University. From there, I was really lucky and I got to do a lot of semester programs. Um, Mm-hmm. I did, um, my sophomore spring, I spent a semester in South America, uh, my, the following year, my junior spring, I decided to do a semester in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, I, even going into that program, I honestly didn't have any intention <laughs> to stay mm-hmm. in D.C. Um, I thought it just sounded, the classes sounded really cool. It sounded like a really fun experience, just kind of like another adventure,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and. Once I got there, I kind of fell in love with the city and the culture around D.C. Um, I mean, so I I majored in uh, international affairs and English Mm. with a minor in Latin American studies. But so like a lot of my friends in college were all huge politics nerds. So being able to walk walk around D.C. and I don't don't know how to describe it, it's... Mm. You know, everyone is pretty political, which I guess can be a good thing or a bad thing. But I just I love the discourse in D.C. I love how how I feel like a lot of people kind of know everyone's talking about the same thing. And so you can you know disagree with everyone. But it's just such a fun conversation to have and being around so many people who are so well informed. It's just fun. So in this program, I. Took two classes and I interned at the same time. So I was interning at the House Judiciary Committee, and then basically when I got to DC, it was during the government shutdown, which was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, because uh, honestly, I lost my initial internship. So I I was supposed to work at the Justice Department, mm-hmm. but because of the government shutdown, I lost my internship and had to find a new one and like just a couple weeks, which I think is very representative of life in D.C. <laughs> mm-hmm. You always have to be on your feet. You always have to be thinking about what you can do next. But I got super lucky. I, I landed an amazing internship that I was so interesting at the House Judiciary Committee. That was right around when the Mueller report was about to drop and when it did drop. So I got to do a little bit of interesting stuff with that. And then I was able to kind of finesse uh, staying in D.C. the next that summer, regaining the internship I lost in the spring. (laughs) So then I stayed that summer at the Justice Department. And honestly, after that summer, I knew I wanted to come back. (laughs) And so I, you know, I graduated from Wake this past spring and moved to moved in August. I, I knew it's where I wanted to be. So. That was a long story, but that's essentially how I ended up
2: (laughs) No,
0: it's great, especially coming out here, I guess, both times since you've come out here. It's been a very Mm -hmm. tumultuous time. One time in the middle of a shutdown, another time in the middle of a (laughs) pandemic.
1: Yeah, DC has definitely uh, opened me with welcome arms. (laughs) A lot of challenges, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: When you came out to DC for the first time, were you expecting it to be as it was, or has it just been kind of a completely... New experience.
1: Um, you know, it's it's funny. My ex, I, I think I had been to DC once before. Then um, I was pretty young, so I don't remember much of it. I, my expectations going into that semester were very different, <laughs> and I think because, uh, as someone who was studying uh politics and international affairs everyone kind of assumed that I would be in DC. So I think there was a part of me that kind of resented that like, I can go several places if I want to, I don't have to go to DC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, you know, I didn't quite get why everyone, you know, thought automatically, you know, politics, you have to be in DC. But once I got there, I was like, well, it's cause you're around a lot of people who have a lot of the same interests. Um, mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense. I think another thing I didn't quite expect was the layout of DC is very different from other kind of big, big cities. You know, it's funny. I I'd heard you mentioned before about a kind of feeling claustrophobic in big cities.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I do feel that way a lot in bigger cities, but, and that's why I don't like a lot of big cities, but in DC, I never felt like that. It was really? um, no, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the, the buildings are so low, you know, yeah, yeah, um, it's really spread out. So I don't know. It's D.C. definitely surprised me, but in a really good way.
0: So coming from Wake Forest, obviously you spent the last four years of college mm-hmm. away from Oklahoma, anyways, in a different place. Mm-hmm. Was it similar to D.C.? I mean, it's kind of the same coast area.
1: Yeah, or is I think
0: it, was that just a different experience altogether from Oklahoma and D.C. I
1: think it was definitely. A- it, stand, it was an experience that standed on its own. I think a lot of, I mean, there were a lot of differences for me going from Oklahoma City to Winston-Salem. And I think a lot of that was just maybe the, the people I was interacting with. Wake has a lot of uh, kids from the East Coast and especially the Northeast. So I think there's just a lot of cultural differences that you start to kind of figure out um and how you interact with different people I don't think I noticed how different it was until I came back to Oklahoma for breaks Mm -hmm. um because you know once you're in that environment you're you get used to it you get you know assimilated but but you know then I would come back home and it almost take me by surprise when people were so nice (laughs) (laughs) you know like I'd be in the grocery store and you know someone I didn't know would smile and wave and be like, how are you? You know, you yeah, mm-hmm. just very, very helpful, very, very kind. And that's something I, I don't, I'd never, I didn't quite notice until I wasn't there anymore constantly. So mm-hmm. yeah, it
2: yeah.
1: highlights a lot of things that I love about Oklahoma, especially when I come home.
0: It's interesting. Cause I feel like I've noticed the same thing just a little bit, even just in my short mm-hmm. time being mm-hmm. out here because everyone talks about how Oklahoma's so nice and you just kind of yeah. take that for granted almost but i spent this weekend in memphis seeing some friends and even there
2: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah people would just say things and i'd look at them and i'd be like i haven't heard that in so long and it's just just these yeah. nice things to strangers mm-hmm. and stuff so
1: yeah, for sure
0: so since you've been out here in dc since august or semi-permanently um Mm -hmm. what what has stood out to you about your experience out here what moments stand out to you the most
1: Hmm. the things that stand out to me are things um I think a little bit of what I may have touched on before is just the political involvement especially I think we've seen a very (laughs) tumultuous period in politics so you know, it's one of those things where, you know, being in the D.C. area, you you end up seeing the most extreme of the political spectrum, because I think D.C. is very representative of, as you know, it's the nation's capital. So a lot mm-hmm. of people come here to demonstrate their political views and, you know, it's as they should. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. right. yep. it's definitely a little jarring sometimes to <laughs> both. Be in D.C. when there's just because I was there for a lot of the marches and protests.
0: Were you there for the I, um, on the 6th for the riots at the
2: Capitol?
1: I was actually in McLean mm-hmm. that day. But it was one of those things that I mean, even though I wasn't near it, you know, I was a few miles out, but it's still jarring, you know, Yeah. and mm-hmm. really I was pretty heartbroken that day watching everything unfold on my Twitter timeline.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah.
1: you know, it's just one of those things that <laughs> I remember texting some friends about it and they thought it was, a, they, were, they didn't think it was real. <laughs> like I, I didn't realize that it was actually happening. And you know, it's, I, I have a lot of some family friends, you know, they had their little girl who was in preschool right down the street It's just amazing to talk to these people who I don't think people always understand that people live in DC. (laughs) (laughs) Like families live there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just this like political symbol. So, yeah, I think it's those experiences that really stand out to me, just because for better or for worse, a lot of times when I find myself in other parts of the country, I'm not always around people who are as engaged politically. Mm -hmm. I think when you're in DC, it feels very like up close and very personal.
0: So what are you, um, doing right now out here in DC and then kind of what's the, the yeah. plan moving forward? <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: The biggest lesson I learned in DC is to be flexible, <laughs> mm-hmm. take every day, one day at a time, um, always be ready to pivot. I was really fortunate to receive, a. Uh, offer from the Defense Department mm. back in August but the nature of it I <laughs> probably can't start uh, until a year after that offer. Really? Um, yeah so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still waiting just for security clearance
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is something you'll hear a lot around DC. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> sounds pretty cliche. So in the meantime I'm kind of just enjoying life in dc i'm doing some odd jobs i've Mm -hmm. been doing a lot of tutoring with kids who are doing distance Mm -hmm. learning lately which i've enjoyed a lot but um really what where my career is going is uh to the defense department hopefully i can start this summer that's kind of where my timeline's at from there i don't i don't quite know what position i'll have uh they don't tell you until you're actually there
0: (laughs) do do they give you like a, or do you have a general idea of what you'll be doing or or are you just kind of waiting and seeing?
1: I have a hope. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, the people I've talked to, I, it's looking like a, a job in privacy. Okay. Um, so it would be in the oversight and compliance office working specifically with privacy issues in the defense department and just how it relates to all of that. Um, Granted, I don't fully know what that entails, You're Right, right. but that's something that I've been so fascinated with lately. The last year or two, it's mm-hmm. what my um, senior thesis was on, okay. privacy issues. So I'm really hoping I can dedicate my career to that. And honestly, I'm just so excited to get started, start working. <laughs> this year has kind of felt like a giant pause, mm-hmm. you know, just on life. But, you know, I feel really lucky because it sounds like by the time I'll get start, start, um, I'll start, I'll be able to go back in the office and, you know, meet people. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of start building a career. So,
0: yeah, that'll be good. When you people ask you about what it's like out here, what is something that you always tell them?
1: Uh, when people not from Oklahoma ask about Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. And then when people from Oklahoma ask you about D.C., um, yeah. what do you tell them about D.C.? Because,
1: mm-hmm. you know, it, it definitely does sometimes feel like two very separate worlds with mm-hmm. not very much overlap. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first thing that I think is funny is I probably talk about Oklahoma way too much to my friends <laughs> who aren't from here <laughs> <laughs> just because you know, I really do. I do love Oklahoma yeah. and I'll always make comments that like, oh, like yeah, this is what's going on right now. Like, Mm-hmm. You know uh, things like that but I think the thing I always highlight the most for people who've never been there is just the genuine kindness I see in Oklahoma. I think there is a difference between um, kind of southern hospitality and mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what region we're technically in but <laughs> um yeah yeah but then Oklahoma because, you know, I do think there's a difference because sometimes with Southern hospitality, it's a bit more, to me, it feels just polite um, mm-hmm. and almost just uh, like it's something you're supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just when I'm in Oklahoma, people just genuinely care about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about having proper manners or you know going through the motions of what you know you're supposed to do it's just people genuinely care and are so kind and you know I think on the other side when I tell people Mm -hmm. about DC I always talk about just how it feels like there's always something going on something really exciting Mm -hmm. whether it's in a non-COVID world
2: (laughs) right right
1: you know I would tell my friends how fun it was to just like meet all these people at a happy hour or at a brunch which i feel mm-hmm. like is very much the a dc thing yeah i mean yeah. thing everywhere but especially dc
0: brunch i have noticed is a big deal out here
1: <laughs> it's it's a big mm-hmm. deal <laughs> yeah people like it i'm always excited to show my friends from oklahoma around dc and just you know being able to see all the historic Parts of DC, so yeah. that's usually what I focus the most on.
0: Well, I appreciate you mm-hmm. making this time to come on tonight. Just thanks very much.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Oklahomans of DC. Be sure to watch out next week for our third episode, reporting from DC. I'm Ben Brinkman.